Okay, now we're streaming. This is your brother Hampton from Hybrid Calisthenics. I am live with some online uh, TikTok and Facebook audiences, and I'll be answering some questions while I just talk about my calisthenics philosophy. This is Cal. This is episode. <laughs> sorry, number five, and this is the first one where I am not interviewing a guest. Um, part of this is by request. Some people have asked me to do a podcast where I just speak. It may not be as long. It may be about 30 minutes, 35 minutes, maybe shorter, maybe longer. And I will just be talking about my philosophy and I'll be answering some questions from my online audience. So um, if anyone has any questions, if you're just listening to this, I have a phone here. In the future, I hope to have two or three phones. I want to go live on everywhere at once. But I have one phone here. I'll be answering some questions, and I just want to talk about calisthenics and fitness philosophy. Uh, for those of you who don't know, some of you are sick of it because they, they've heard me speak on this so many times. But really, I for now, I have, to have two messages that I want to spread to the world, um, or just to everyone that I can right now. We're talking, the world is... The world is later on down the line, at least next month, at least next month, you know, seven, like seven billion people. It's going to take at least a couple of months to get that many followers. Um, <laughs> I have two messages that I want to spread. And I'll just get them out of the way really quickly. The first is that you don't need to let anybody sell you your own fitness and happiness, fitness, health and happiness. Now, I don't mean like buying a pull up bar or buying gym rings or buying, you know, workout clothes. That's fine. That's fine. I, I mean, these are all things that, you know, we don't necessarily need, but I mean, they're good to have. I, I have a yoga mat, you know, I don't need it, but I mean, my back would be dirty when I'm demonstrating exercises. So I don't mean that. I mean, these, these fitness companies who, and, and this, these brands who have this questionable morality where they're basically preying on the fear that you can't be fit and you, you'll die early and you'll disappoint everyone if there's the Italian hand that I'm doing. You'll, you'll disappoint everyone if you don't buy their product. It's like you need to spend $1,000 on this product. Otherwise, you just won't be fit. You'll be fat. Everyone will laugh at you. Hardy, har, har, har. You know, no. Why is it hybrid calisthenics? Well, calisthenics implies that the power is within you. I don't mean to sound too cliche and too anime and too, you know, Hollywood. But, but I mean, you have the power to be fit. You can be fit, you can be strong, you can reach an elite level of pound-for-pound strength using just what's attached to your own body or what grows on the earth. Again, some people have heard this many times and they're sick of it. Some people are hearing it for the first time, and I'm going to have to repeat it many times. So I apologize if you're sick of that. But it is true. And the second part is that you deserve happiness. And a lot of these messages, and I'll have more that I'll release uh, a lot of these messages are very related. So number one is you don't need to let anybody sell you your own strength, health, and happiness. And number two is that you deserve happiness right now. <clears throat> now, why is this happiness and fitness, this is a fitness page, why are we talking that? Well, again, it, it very, it's very related because a lot of fitness companies, they sell you $1,000 products, a lot of which are just crap. I, I'm, I'm just going to I'm just gonna say they're crap. They're like these really expensive gadgets that like work obscure muscles, you don't need them. I mean, you, a lot, most people are just better off doing push-ups, pull-ups, squats, bridges, and leg raises, period. By the way, you guys can keep asking questions. Uh, I, I don't mind that at all. Um, you don't need, you need that. And they prey on this idea that, again, if you don't, if you don't buy our product, 
you'll be fat, and you don't deserve to be happy until you're rich, until you're successful, or until you're skinny, or until you're fit. I think we could we don't have to be complacent to be happy. We can strive for self improvement. We can do all of that. We can do all this very very worthy stuff while being happy. We recognize that we deserve happiness now. And I always I'm kind of guilty of saying we can do this right now. And that's true, but not everyone it, like finding happiness is also a process. What I mean is you can begin that right now because you deserve it right now. It's kind of like oh you know, like right now, the $1,200 stimulus check that everyone's getting, you know, I mean, you have it right now. I mean, you might have to fill out a form or something, but you can do that right now. I mean, you see what I mean? You can work towards it right now. Let's see. We're getting some questions. How do you, let's see. What is the, uh, what is the best tricep calisthenics? <laughs> so this person is asking, what is the best triceps exercise if you can't do handstand pushups? Well, I mean, I would say that um, there are many triceps exercises that are uh, th that are calisthenics where you don't have to do handstand push-ups at all. Now, arguably, um, the one-arm handstand push-up might be, you know, certain forms of it may be the strongest tricep exercise we can do, especially since your your arm is up and out, so you work the long head. Um, however, th there are many exercises you can do. For example, you could do uh, diamond push-ups. It depends on your level of fitness. You can do diamond push-ups. I don't really like it done in the shape of a diamond. You can do your hands like this, uh, like where your your thumb, basically with all your fingers touching, and then you just put your thumbs together. You don't have to make the diamond shape. Some people find that hard on their elbows. Some people say it's fine. For me, it was actually okay, but I had fairly strong elbows. But I imagine if you have already have elbow pain or if your elbows aren't strong, the diamond shape will sometimes work sometimes uh, irritate previous elbow injuries. <clears throat> so yes, you can do diamond push-ups, uh, you can do dips, any kind of pressing exercise. I I'm not a big fan of isolation. I think the body should work as a unit. So, you know, what does the elbow do? It pulls and it presses. So if you want to work the tricep, I would definitely work some push-ups, work up the one-arm push-ups. Uh, don't, worry, don't worry so much about the, the push-up or the the muscle, think about, think of your body as a chain. So if you're pushing, you want to strengthen all the links of your chain. There we go. Uh, I'm going to scroll through some more things. I just got rings. Any beginner tips? I actually really like this. I really like this question. It's from Ho Bueno. <laughs> I, um, th th that's, a, that's an okay name, but I, I get some really off the wall names that I, I probably can't put on my podcast. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, this is, this is the internet. Uh, but yeah, rings. Um, rings are pro gymnastic rings, and I don't recommend many fitness products, as you guys know. But gymnastic rings and possibly a pull-up bar are—they're some of the best fitness equipment investments that you can make, in my opinion. First of all, just pulling strength. Um, if you don't have a pull-up bar and you want, and you don't really want to install one in your house, buying a a pair of gymnastic rings is great. You can hang them on a tree branch. You can hang them from rafters and you can hang them from any kind of thing, anything that's stable, be safe. You can hang that and you can do pull-ups from them. What's really, really cool is that, um, well, first of all, a lot of people don't understand that there are many kinds of pull-ups. So just the regular pull-up that you see where someone's body is vertical and they're pulling up like this, um, you can, an easier variation is you pull it down to where the bar 
or the rings hang around sternum height. Okay, okay. Some people don't know where the sternum is. You know, I have a younger audience where it's nipple height. You know, this, there it is. And you can just do pulls from there, where you, you lean back a little bit and you do pulls. These are called horizontal pulls. Uh, if you want to work up from there, um, bring them down to around hip height. And these are still called horizontal, sorry, <coughs> horizontal pulls. <laughs> Some people call them Australian pull-ups because they're done down under, hardy har har har. I didn't make it up, but I could have. I, I do a lot of bad puns, so I, I, I could have, I could have. So yeah, um, I would do a solid diet of pulls, um, dips. And you can, I mean, if you're very strong, you can start working towards the Iron Cross, the Maltese Cross. Work towards the Iron Cross first. Do plenty of dips. <laughs> I'm sorry, the question was for beginners. I'm talking about the Maltese Cross. Um, yeah, do plenty of dips, do plenty of pulls. The gym rings are a very fantastic calisthenics exercise, especially for the lower, sorry, for the upper body. Um, there actually are some lower body exercises you can do with the rings. You can do assisted squats. For example, you, you can hold the rings if you have them hanging around shoulder height, uh, hold the rings and dip down into a squat, and you can assist them. You can assist your legs um, by pulling up. That's very therapeutic, especially if you're watching this or you're listening to this, and you are an um, if you're over, if you consider yourself older, if you consider yourself older, or you have some knee pain or something, that's very helpful. Or if you're overweight, if you're overweight, um, you can use that to help you do squats because squats are very essential motion in my opinion the ability to get off off the ground with your legs very essential I'm gonna scroll through some more questions if i miss your question feel free to keep asking it i i won't get angry um i've only kicked one person before and i don't know what he was referencing and I, i'm not angry at him or anything but he kept saying like like summon a demon with calisthenics and i was like ha 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 and then he kept spamming that and that was <laughs> that was <laughs> i i didn't understand and like people were asking him to to stop and he wasn't and that was the only person i ever muted i don't usually believe in muting people but i was did uh, thank you very much for the i'm very rich for the i'm very rich uh thank you in, in general for everyone who's donated um i'm very humbled by just the, the response that i get sometimes to where um i don't have anything for sale yet you know I, I and i could make a patreon and make money from that but i really right right now if i'm not raising money for my mom I, I want to work on uh, setting up a merchandise or a store where I sell useful fitness equipment. Um, gym rings will probably be one of the first things I sell, if not the first thing I sell. I hope to get a very good product. I'll make sure it's safe. I'll make sure to use it and that before I even sell it to you guys. Um, and it'll be a very good product, and that's how people can support the page that way. So I can give them something in return. I'm not just getting money from them. But I'm very humbled by people who contact me fairly often and they ask if they can give me money because they, they like the cause so much. Let's see, I have a ringing noise in my ear. Any tips? Um, there are just too, uh, I'm sorry, like I don't mean to just brush it off, but there are so many causes for that. Um, I mean, there you could have damaged it or you could have something in your ear. Um, I would just do some research online and I guess the legal thing that I have to recommend is contact an ENT. Um, but I would do some research myself, just me personally, this is what I would do, I would do some research myself. Um, if you if you are shortening your message because you, you can't get it all out, I know there's a character limit, then DM me and I'll try to help you with that. But again, I will say that's probably not my specialty. Um, let's see, what are some good exercises to start with to get back into shape? Okay, th that's a great question. Uh, it's a great question for a podcast. I'm trying to pick questions that are good. Uh, this person asks, um, what are some... Good exercises to start to get back into shape. Um, 
most of you, first of all, I'm gonna take a sip of orange juice. Um, should I take creatine? I recommend against it. Um, for me, I don't use it. I don't, I don't, I don't use it. I don't think you need any kind of supplement or protein powder unless you have some kind of medical condition or something. I believe that it's possible to build the body with just food, good food and water. Um, that doesn't mean that some people don't need, some people may need supplements or medication. I don't want to cover all the bases, but the original question was, what are some good exercises to start um, for someone who's out of shape? Um, I would recommend the same exercises that I do myself. Again, these are all scalable. So um, you want exercises that work the entire body. So uh, this can be push-ups, pull-ups, squats, leg raises, and bridges. I'm sorry if I said that a little bit quickly. I'll repeat it. So push-ups to work pushing strength, pull-ups to work pulling strength, squats to work lower body strength and the back, leg raises to work the core and really just, uh, I mean, the lower back as well or just the back in general, and five bridges, which work the entire back. And bridges are extremely important because they also kind of condition your spine. And the spine is just uber important, of course. Um, even, if you're, even if your back is very strong, I would still recommend doing bridges, even if you consider yourself too advanced for them, just because they help condition your spine and they help, they help your brain communicate with the rest of your body. And that's so important that... If you look at um, Hybrid Calisthenics podcast number two, where I interviewed Dr. Ryan Warren, and personally, I learned a lot during that podcast. Um, uh, Dr. Warren really knows his stuff. He's a chiropractor, a friend of mine, and he, he explained that a lot of like NFL athletes, a lot of MLB athletes, professional athletes, a lot of ho hockey athletes, they're required by contract contract to have a chiropractor. That's how important chiropractic, chiropractic is to overall athletic performance. I know there are some people who consider it pseudoscience. Um, I, I would say, I'm just gonna touch upon this really quickly. I would say, be careful what you consider it to be pseudoscience because, you know, I saw a list of what, you know, the like what everyone was, like it was a skeptic page of what, what was pseudoscience. And my gosh, it was like acupuncture, chiropractors, um, like vitamins, <laughs> uh, getting sun, um, like, you know, keto, which, you know, I, I have mixed thoughts on and all, all these things. I'm like, it was, it was all this stuff. It was like dieting. I was like, like dieting is a pseudoscience. It, it was, it was all this stuff. And I, I was like, well, if I wouldn't brush off everything just because some people call it a pseudoscience, uh, chiropractors are a good chiropractor is invaluable in my opinion. And if you don't want to take my opinion for it, you can ask uh, Dr. Ryan Warren, um, his, you can check out his podcast and I'm not, I mean, I don't make any money from it. So I'm just promoting it because I really like it. And you can contact him on Facebook, just Dr. Ryan Warren or Warren Family Chiropractic. Sorry, Warren, Warren Family Chiropractic. Uh, it's in Rogers, Arkansas. Um, say that say that you, you have a question from watching my podcast and you're probably going to answer from him. <clears throat> Any questions related to the spine? Uh, let's see. Sorry, I, I shouldn't say that. <laughs> And send me questions and I'll ask him. I don't want to like, I don't know how popular this episode will be. I don't want to like spam him with, he gets like, he gets like a hundred messages and they're all like, oh, I, I know Hampton. I, I have a question on my spine. <laughs> so let's see. Um, tips for hip tightness. I, um, so just to loosen, like I have a stretching series that I started the other day. And I mean, it's not super popular, but I'm really excited about it because it helps so many things. Like a lot of the things 
that I get, a lot of the things that I get asked uh, more and more, I'm going to start saying, check out this video. And I'm, I promise I'm not trying to brush anyone off. It's just because these are like, I try to find the most holistic solution to a thing. Like pull-ups don't just work the bicep. They work the entire pulling chain. So if someone's like, well, I want some forearm strength, you know, these are like relative beginners, bicep strength or, or back strength, or even like, like chest, I, I recommend pull-ups uh, among many things. Thank you so much for the, the donation. Thank you. I really do appreciate that. Thank you so much. Um, for those of you who don't know, I, I'm getting, some people can send donations through the live streams and I am very appreciative of that. Um, how do, can I strengthen my back? Um, bridges, bridges. Um, I would do bridges and pull-ups. Like very general answer. But bridges and pull-ups, I just went into a spiel about bridges, so I, I won't get too much into it. But pull-ups and bridges work your back very well. Uh, hip tightness, sorry, that was the previous question that I got distracted from. Uh, the twists, um, I have a video called um, Calisthenics Muscle Stretching, which you can find on like Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. Um, I, I'll start posting everything on LinkedIn, hopefully soon. And I'll, I'll, have, I'll start being a bigger presence on YouTube. Um, but yes, it's called uh, twists. And... They work your entire lateral chain. It's inter these are these are interesting stretches. Um, I'll talk. I'll touch upon it. And people that are listening who don't who never intend to watch my stuff can either check it out or do their own research on it. Um, they're basically a manifestation of active stretching. So when we think of stretching, a lot of people think, you know, like if we stretch a tricep, we relax a tricep. You know, we bend it over and put it on our back. You know, put it on this. You know, what is it? You know. Um, like between our shoulder blades, whatever. <laughs> I, I was confused between like the small of your back and the large of your back. I don't know, the, the small of your back. Put it between your shoulder blades like this and people relax it and it's relaxed. However, people don't consider that um, there's a, there's something called tension flexibility. And I learned this from Paul Wade, uh, his book. You know, I learned a lot of stuff from him. And tension flexibility, where basically you can stretch and you can get more flexible and you can relieve tension and you can heal injury you don't, and you don't have to relax. You don't have to relax the stretch. Because if you think about stretching your tricep by putting your hand between your shoulder blades like this, you're stretching your tricep. That amount of stretching is a similar amount to at the bottom point of a push-up or the top point of a pull-up. So you can relax and stretch it that way. Or if you're using calisthenics or any kind of full range motion, you're still stretching your muscles, but you're doing it in a way where you can control that range of motion. Now, if, if that doesn't make sense, sorry, I, I thought I, I, I'm trying to uh, silence all my notifications so it doesn't fuzz anyone's audio. If that doesn't make sense, then consider the splits. Um, I'm going to stand up <laughs> for the people who see my video. But basically, a lot of people want to do the splits, but they can't raise their, their leg past like thigh height usually. I mean, if you can raise it up like hip height or beyond hip height, that's usually above average what most people can do. Um, so you have all this range of motion that you can do, which I mean, that, that helps for some things. I'm not against that all relaxed stretching, but you cannot control that range of motion. You like, you can't like slowly raise your, raise your leg up to the split position from a standing position. Some people can, and, that, and that's good. I recommend developing strength with flexibility. That's why I'm so excited about the twists. The next ones will be bridges. And Paul Wade actually recommends L holds, um, which may, I think they're a little bit too advanced for some people to do, especially compared to the bridge and the twist. So yeah, look out for those. I will pick up some other questions. I, there may be a pause as I scroll and I try to find the best question. Let's see. 
Um, can calisthenics stunt growth? No. Um, I have not seen any evidence where it can stunt growth, especially for uh, younger younger kids. Uh, now, weight, weight training, there has been some evidence. You know, I don't want to anger anyone. There's been some evidence that uh, it can stunt growth if you start too early. Like if you start if you're like nine or like early teens. Um, there has been some evidence and some people, I won't say that, that there has been some legitimate concern that it stunts your growth. I don't know if it's been confirmed. I don't know because I don't do weights, so it wasn't something that I was really concerned about. But yes, some people really do think it can stunt your growth. Calisthenics does not use external resistance. It's just your own body weight. Um, it does not have a weight that's pressing on you. It, it, it increases resistance within the confines of the body. Like like very basic one-arm push-up like this, off to the side. That's okay. Moving it you know, to where your, your palm is right beneath your sternum exponentially more difficult, exponentially more resistance on your triceps and your elbow, but there's no external weight. So no, uh, in my opinion, it does not stunt growth. Let's see. You are the Bruce Lee of calisthenics. No, no, no. That's, uh, that's a very, very big compliment. So thank you very much. <laughs> Just like a quick tangent. Um, I saw this thing online the other day. It was like, and it was an Asian guy doing martial arts and everyone was like, Bruce Lee or, or uh, Jackie Chan. And someone asked, is like, is, is, are the only two athletic Asian males you guys know, Bruce Lee and Jackie Chan? And, uh, you know, I saw that. I was like, you know, as an athletic Asian male, I can confirm that the internet mostly knows Bruce Lee and Jackie Chan. Sometimes Jet Li, sometimes Donnie Yen. All, all those are badasses. I, I, I like my, my racism uh, sensor is, is not very sensitive. Um, like, you really have to push it for me to be upset. I mean, I've been compared to Bruce Lee and Jackie Chan since I was, like, two. So, it doesn't bother me at all. Let's see. I'm trying to get some more calisthenics questions. Ways of stretching your arms. I'll pick this up just because we are uh, we just touched upon the subject. So, very basic. Just want to give a quick answer. Um, it would be, like, full range push-ups and pull-ups. You know, if you can't do regular pull-ups... Again, at the beginning of the podcast, I mentioned easier pull-ups. Or you can do them against a wall. They're called wall pull-ups. I'll start doing some more demonstrations on that. Uh, wall push-ups. Do those. You know, like, try think, start thinking of all of, your, all of your calisthenics exercises. Like the push-ups, pull-ups, squats, leg raises, and bridges. Think of those as your weights. You know, like, you don't think of the push-up as one exercise. Just like you don't think of benching 125 as one exercise. You know, if, if, it's, that's, if that's too much for you, lower it. You know, like if, if you want to start a s- benching at 60 pounds, that's like the equivalent of doing, well, actually doing wall push-ups is actually easier than that. So yeah, you can start doing that. And as you want to get harder, basically just um, the lower the platform on which, your sh- on which your hands rest, the lower the platform on which your hands rest, the, h- <coughs> the harder the exercise for push-ups, uh, generally speaking. So yeah, just... Um, Work all of those. Stretch your arms. Yeah. Get strong. <laughs> I'm sorry. That was a really <laughs> very, very uh, generalized way to, to fill the airspace. But I, I'm basically scrolling through some questions as I'm doing this. So I apologize. Let's see. I'm trying to get some more questions. Uh, what at-home pull-up bar do you have? Um, I don't have an official recommendation on a on a brand. 
on that. I went on Amazon. I think that, like, if you guys just want to know, I think I got one from Garen Fitness. I have zero affiliation with them. Um, it's, it works okay, but I'm not going to say, like, oh, this is the best one that ever. No, because, I mean, it, it works about as well as I would expect a home pull-up bar to do. I will say that if you are going to buy a home pull-up bar, um, in my opinion, get one with mounts. You know, I, I know some people don't like, like, drilling or something. You know, if, you, um, if you're not comfortable with that and you live at home with your parents or you have a roommate, like, ask your dad or ask someone who's comfortable to drill the mounts. Because if it's tension-mounted... Okay, those really can't hold a lot of people's weights and they can be kind of dangerous and you can hurt or you can seriously injure yourself. So please be careful. Uh, get a pull-up bar with mounts. It does not take very long to set up. I think I did it in like 30 minutes. I did it while I had to take care of my mom. Um, while, like I, I was running back and forth, you know, every couple of minutes and she was fine. No, um, just uh, drill it in, screw it in, and then that will hold your weight well. Um, I don't recommend the ones that hang over door frames either. You know, I like, I look, uh, for those of you who don't know, like, <laughs> okay, so the colored parts, the colored beveled edges around door frames, a lot of things that people like they hold on to, that's just the molding. It's held in by very thin tacks, sometimes wood glue. Sometimes like some carpenters, they use wood glue. Okay, that is not designed to support your weight. It's only literally only designed to look pretty. That's it. Like, don't expect that to hold your weight, please. Um... Yes, I, I'm actually glad I picked up this question because it's a big thing. I just made a video on if you don't have a pull-up bar, what to do. Again, it's on um, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok. I'm going to start putting it everywhere. So, yes, th th there are different ideas, but if you're going to buy a pull-up bar, please be safe. Um, I, I bought Garen Fitness, um, but really there's a lot of ones that will work. And eventually I will sell a hybrid calisthenics pull-up bar. That you guys can get, and I'll I'll verify it, and I'll make sure it's it's good, and it's 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 gonna be the best one you can buy for the price, um, in my opinion, of course. That's very subjective. I probably shouldn't say that, but I'll make sure it's very safe, very sturdy for whatever cost it is. All right, some more messages. Let's see. Um, thank you for the for the people who are answering messages, um, in the chat. I really appreciate that. Do you do much cardio? I am not against cardio, and well, I'm really getting some good questions because I mean these are all like big topics that I, that I eventually want to hit. Um, the way I do calisthenics basically counts as high intensity interval training. Um, I, I I don't. It's not that I don't believe in it, but like doing the cardio where you're just running on a treadmill or your elliptical machines where you're doing for hours and hours, I I just can't get into that, dude. Um, you know even burpees, which I think. Jeff Cavalier of Athlean X, I think he says like, like just straight, um, standard endurance cardio exercise is one of the most um, calorie intensive. So you burn fifteen calories per minute on average just doing burpees. I, I don't do burpees, like n not even for fun. Like I like I don't like well yeah I'll do five burpees because I'm waiting for the bus. No, I I don't I don't do burpees. Um, the calisthenics that I do is progressive strength calisthenics. So, and I'm going to make some videos for this, but just to give a quick example for push-ups, um, let's say I am working on one-arm push-ups. So, let's say I, could, I, I do my first set, you know, I, 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 I do it slow and steady, 2-1-2 timing, or 1-1-1 one, one, one timing. I mean, go down one second, hold for one second, go up for one second, hold for one second. Uh, those kind of one-arm push-ups, I do, let's say, seven. Let's say I, I do seven ones with strict form. 
I, I take a break. Like I literally, I, like I, I just stretch or I, I take a walk around the neighborhood. I take a walk. Um, and then I do my second set, you know, t- like 10 minutes might pass between my two sets. And that, that is enough to progress. Now, some people may want to do more. There are, there are some benefits and also some downsides to doing more sets. But if seven with strict form is as many as I can do, and I do my second set and it's five, I've like, I've already, in my opinion, I've already exhausted my muscles to, to trigger that, that growth point. Basically you just need to get, um, the storage within your muscles below a certain point, they kind of freak out and they're like, Oh my gosh, what if that happens again? We better put in more. And that's how your muscles get bigger. I'm very, very simplifying it, but that's basically it. But by the way, it might interest, it might interest some, some of you to, sorry, I'm going to speak slowly. Hampton, calm down. Um, it may interest some of you to know that Pavel Satsulin, um, a Russian, uh, athlete and uh, coach, uh, I'm not sure what he goes by, but he's very famous in the bodyweight community and in, in the training community in general. He was on the Joe Rogan podcast fairly recently. Um, he says that we don't actually understand the science behind muscle growth. And now, if, if, for those of you who know what uh, empirical data is, it's just based off observation. Like he knows if we do this, this will happen. So if we do this and we lift this weight and we do this, we can cause muscle growth. But as far as like the science behind why it happens, like how the uh, the muscles recognize that we need to store more energy, like the, like exactly how that is, we actually don't understand that. We don't understand hypertrophy, uh, according to him, um, which I, I found that very surprising. So if you check out um, Pavel's podcast um, with Joe Rogan, that was very enlightening to me. He also gives some great, great ideas on uh, endurance training and strength training, which I, I really do support because well, I mean, they're the opposite of what most people do. <laughs> um, that's not why I support it, but it's usually a corollary. Let's see. My right abdomen is stronger and bigger than the left. How can I balance this? Okay, so um, I so these. Um, I'm going to try to attack this from a bigger angle because just so we can answer more questions for everyone. And so there's bilateral and unilateral training. Um, so that's basically like the exercises that you do using one arm, which is unilateral and exercises you do using two arms or two legs or, or one leg, you know, just like one limb um, would be bilateral. The benefits of unilateral training are, is evenness. One of the, one of the benefits is so like, for example, if let, let's say your arm, let, 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 to use an easier example, um, if your left arm is smaller than your right, <laughs> um, and you can, and you are strong enough to do one arm pushups on both, just do one arm pushups on the left, do a little bit more do that first, you know, and only do as many one arm pushups on the right side as you can do on the left side. Now for the abdomen, for the abs, um, it's a little bit harder, but not impossible. If uh, if you can do something called a clutch flag, um, then you can work. Just Google clutch flag. C L U T C H. Wait, C L U T C H. Yes, sorry, the the clutch flag. Um, Google that, and if you just work your left side first, you can use the same principle. Um, this again, it's not really unilateral training since you're using your entire body, but you can train one side and just however many many seconds you can hold that. 
only do it that on the right side. So even if you can hold the right side for 15 seconds, if you can only hold the left side for like 10 seconds, do the left side first and only hold the right side for 10 seconds. This way we can start to do, we can start to obtain balance. Um, if you are not strong enough for any kind of unilateral training, um, a lot of it will have to be, be mind, muscle connection and form. So if you're doing leg raises, then just try to focus on your left side a little bit more. I know that seems very bro sciencey, but mind-muscle connection is real, and you may just be subconsciously exerting more force on your right side. So there you go. It sounds bro science, but mind-muscle connection is a thing. Let's see. More questions. More questions. Thank you for sending questions. Um, I tried sign planks too to no avail. No, I... I um, so planks... I'll touch upon this real quick. But first, I'll sip some juice. Um, I, I don't use planks. I, I'm not against, like... I'm hesitant to say that I'm against almost any exercise because I don't want to discourage anyone to be like, well, he like if you really love planks, it's like, well, Hi well Hampton from Hybrid Calisthenics doesn't like planks, so they're useless. I'm useless. You know, like uh, I've just been wasting my time for the past ten years. Uh, that's, 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 now I'm just gonna eat chips and and watch Netflix. <laughs> I I really don't want to cause that for anyone. Um, so like if you're getting off the couch and you're exercising, really, I salute you. Um, but I don't like planks necessarily. I think there are better core exercises. So in general, leg raises are a great way to work your core. You'll hear me repeat myself a lot. And it's, um, it might be cooler for me to always think of new ideas to think I'll do this. And I give you like ultra specific ideas, which I will do sometimes, but really I want a solution that covers the most bases. Okay. I mean, we have a limited amount of time in the day. We certainly have a limited amount of time to exercise, most of us anyway. That's a big limiting time. It's like we don't, people think they don't have enough time to exercise. So if we're like, if you think of it this way, if we have a limited amount of time to exercise, we can't sustain doing like 10 different exercises for the arms. I mean, we can't do like 10 different exercises for the chest. Just do like different, just do a certain kind of push up. You know, it's just like if you, if you, if you only want to do bench presses for the chest, but you want to do that calisthenics style, only do push-ups for the chest. I mean, and, and if you have a holistic um, calisthenics program, it'll be hit anyway. I mean, you'll be working your chest in pull-ups, you'll be working it during bridges, um, believe it or not. So yes, I would, I would focus on things that cover the most bases. So leg raises, leg raises for the entire core. Um, if you can get up to where you can do two sets of, very, of like slow, steady, controlled hanging leg raises, um, with a neutral pelvis, um, your core strength is far beyond that of the average individual, in my opinion. Um, even some people who spend a lot of time in the gym, they can't do that. And they'll tell you it's because of flexibility or something. Uh, it's really because oftentimes they, they lack core strength, sometimes flexibility, nothing against the gym. I'm just saying that if you do that, your core strength will be very functional and above average. Let's see. More questions, more questions. What, what, what time are we? Uh, it's 35 minutes in. Okay, so I'll probably do it for, I'll probably hit a couple more questions. I'll end this because I want to see um, how people react to it. Um, and I'll, I won't immediately end the live. I'll spend some time answering some more personal questions that I haven't been answering during the podcast. Let's see what we can find. Do you have a YouTube? Uh, yes, yes. Uh, YouTube.com slash hybrid calisthenics. Okay, so this is an ambitious question for me to target, but I will, I will pick it up. Um, 
Longboy <laughs> says, I don't know if you've already been over this, but what would be a good basic diet? So I'm not going to tackle it too ambitiously because diet is a huge topic and it's hard to say anything about it without offending someone. And I'm not necessarily against offending people, but I, I want to give accurate information and I want to state things that are my opinion to be my opinion. And I want to state things to be fact that are fact. Um, so just what I do. I don't avoid carbs or anything. I, I don't, um, you know, I think there are good ways to do, good ways and bad ways to do keto and, and just like these exercises, sorry, these diets that are low carb, but I never really follow them. I eat a ton of brown rice. I just try to eat a balanced diet. I eat meat. You know, I, I know I actually have like a decent amount of vegan followers. I don't mean to offend you, but I, I mean, I, I, I certainly sympathize with a lot of the reasoning some, some of you have, but I eat meat. Um, not I try to eat um, some steak sometimes, some chicken, and salmon are, are the things that I like. And I, sometimes I have them with brown rice. And sometimes a good breakfast that I like is uh, I'll mix up like three to five eggs <laughs> with uh, a decent amount of butter. I, I like butter. Um, in fact, my diet may surprise some people. That's, that's again, it's gonna be a, <clears throat> it's gonna have, to, it's gonna be a, a video and an episode and several videos where I do a lot of research. And I explain it, but yes, like a breakfast that I sometimes have is like three to five eggs, some butter. I scramble them. If you want a delicious way to eat scrambled eggs, look up Gordon Ramsay scrambled eggs. You won't regret it. You're welcome. Um, I do that. I have it over some brown rice. I'll mix some avocado with it. I'll have a little bit of cheese. I I, I like cheese, but I don't recommend eating too much cheese. Um, if I have some turkey or something, I'll eat it with that. I have that over brown rice and. That's what I eat. I just would recommend a balanced diet. I don't really cut carbs or anything. I recommend against sugary products. You know, like especially just like you guys know what junk food is. Um, like chips, you know, the, the candy. Try to minimize that. Um, I personally don't drink. Uh, now I know some people who are very strong, and athletic, drink socially, so it's okay. But the problem really comes when people overdo it. And like if if it, as a general rule. I almost decided not to say it, but if you want to maximize athleticism and you spend time, if you, if you, if you want to maximize athleticism and fitness and health and you spend time planning to be drunk, um, these are two things from which you may have to choose. You may have to choose one or the other, just in my opinion. I'm not trying to shame anyone. You know, I know everyone ha has their own thing, but a good rule of thumb is if you drink socially, that may be okay. But if you set time aside specifically to get drunk and you want to maximize athleticism, you may have to choose one or the other. That's just my opinion. Now, I mean, there's like, it's not one extreme or the other. You can choose something in between. But yes, my diet is balanced diet and I like intermittent fasting. I'm a fan of intermittent fasting. I'm surprised that I've seen some people that are against intermittent fasting on just like TikTok, Instagram and things. And I listened to their reasoning and the reasoning is sound, but I mean, they didn't really touch upon why, like why I like intermittent fasting. They didn't really refute any of those things. Um, basically, if you don't, if you aren't aware of what intermittent